everyone, I'm Alexis Grace, and this is the Paper Cranes Podcast. I believe that we encounter God every day. Whether we realize it or not, He can be found in the grandest of adventures and the smallest of moments. Paper Cranes Podcast seeks out stories that show us how vast God really is, one person at a time. and welcome to the Paper Cranes podcast. My name is Lexis Grace. I'm your host. And today I have a special guest calling in all the way from Steubenville. Father Matthew, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, so, hi, I'm Father Matthew Gossett. Um, I'm a priest of the Diocese of Steubenville. I'm actually in um, Athens, Ohio, uh, and I do campus ministry at Ohio University here uh, during the school year. And so, yeah, that's me. Awesome. So I would like to ask you if you have a story to tell us today. I do. I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of a, a series of events that kind of really had a beautiful experience of God's love and experience of God's presence in my life in a way that was really unexpected. But yeah, it's... Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's really a story or an experience that kind of showed me my own lack and my own imperfection and also um, really helped me understand kind of a false attachment I had to self-sufficiency. Um, but yeah, it, it it really happened a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, um, a little over four years ago. I was in seminary still, and I was ordained uh, a deacon and um a few a few weeks after that i was visiting some friends we were going to go to a concert in a nearby city and um before um the concert we decided to get uh dinner and um so yeah i was, I was with my friends i was a, a deacon and so I was, I was wearing deacon clothes i was wearing clerics and um i was, I was pretty happy with that. It was like one of the first times I could really be out kind of just in the world um, wearing clerics and, and kind of representing uh, the church and um, being a presence of God for people. And, and I was kind of for myself in that way. And um, as we were walking to the restaurant, um, all of a sudden I started hearing this voice and it was, it was pretty soft at first um, from a distance, but I just heard this voice saying, uh, father, father, I just kept saying that, father, father, and uh, soon I saw the source of this, and um, I just saw this man across the street, and um, he, you know, probably didn't have a home, and uh, he looked kind of disheveled, and uh, looked kind of in pain in some ways, but he just kept calling out, father, father, and, and he, <laughs> the closer we kind of got to to this to this person, um, you know, he started saying more. He's like, "Father, I need money. Father, I need food. Do you have any? Do you have any food? Do you have any money? Father, father." And um, I guess just to kind of give context to the situation, I think that some people are gifted in ways that uh, other people are not gifted. And um, I'm a very big planner. I'm a very big uh, uh, planning person that likes to know what's coming and what's. Uh, how I'm supposed to anticipate the actions, how I'm supposed to prepare for anything that's coming my way. And sometimes when life throws curveballs, it can it can just uh, really knock me out and uh, uh, 
leave me a little bit um, confused and fearful. And, and this is kind of one of those situations where I wasn't really ready for this situation. And um, yeah, I heard him as we were kind of getting near him. I heard him as we were getting closer and closer. And he just kept saying, Father, Father. And it seemed to get more and more desperate as as we got closer. And I I I I didn't respond well. I didn't respond to him. I I pretended like I didn't see him. I pretended like I didn't hear him. Um, and I just kept walking. And I, I I didn't look down at him. I didn't look towards him. And in my mind, I just began to start just justifying this behavior, just thinking, well, does he really need food? Is he going to waste this money or whatever I give him? Um, is he just going to go and buy drugs or alcohol or? Is, he's probably gotten money from other people that day. Does he really need mine? And, and I just kept trying to justify this in my head. And um, I just kept walking. I, I didn't, I didn't see him. I didn't pay attention to him. And I just went to dinner with my friends and um, I was able to eat food readily available. And um, I, as I was eating, just the, the voice just kept ringing in my head as he just kept calling father, father. And yeah, I wasn't a priest yet, but he didn't know that. He just saw someone that looked like a priest and he knew what he needed. And so he kept trying to call out to me and I ignored him. Yeah. And um, yeah, it just, it just haunted me. And, uh, and uh, I, after dinner, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go find him. I'm going to give him money and I'm going to give him food or something. And, and I looked for him. I, I looked outside the restaurant. I looked down the street. I went up and down the street. I just couldn't find him. And um, I, I couldn't find any trace of him. And um, as I came to this realization that of how much I messed up, I was like, man, I didn't just ignore this this person. I, I ignored Jesus. <laughs> I, I, this was Jesus who was crying out to me. This is Jesus who was hungry. This is Jesus who was who needed who needed pre- the presence of this person who thought was a priest and 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 I didn't give it to him yeah. and um, yeah I guess I just was just thinking about uh, yeah the, the passage from Matthew twenty five for I was hungry and you gave me no food I was thirsty and you gave me no drink I was stranger and you did not welcome me naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison you did not visit me and oh. I didn't visit Jesus <laughs> I, I, I ignored Jesus and. Um, it, it was hard. It was hard, and um, because I wanted to judge this person, I wanted to kind of just lean into being uncomfortable and not sure what to do. And I just ignored him. I ignored Jesus, and I chose not to love him in that situation. And like I said, these these words haunted me. Um, this this man's voice just kept ringing in my head for a long time. Yeah. I, I went to confession for this. I, yeah, I I I I. I I, I tried to do all the right things, but still this man's voice just kept haunting me because I really didn't take time to see him. I didn't take time to hear him. I didn't take time to love him. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty destructive for me, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think that what's beautiful. And again, like, it's like, well, where, where was God experience? Where was the God experience and all of this? And it's not just like, Oh, I'm, I'm, a sinner or I'm insufficient or whatever, but God doesn't leave us in these places. Like, I think God always kind of gives us an opportunity to like, um, find those moments to love people, especially when we mess up. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess 
like fast forwarding like a year later, it was like the summer after I was ordained a priest. And so um, I was visiting another friend in another city and uh, we were on our way to get lunch and we we're going on our way to the restaurant and uh, we passed by a church and we rounded a corner and all of a sudden <laughs> we came across a group of like not just one person, but like 10 to 15 people that were obviously struggling. They, they were probably homeless and they were just kind of milling about. And then, like I said, I turned the corner and we just ran into this group of people and they saw me and they, they started yelling out, father, father, just excited, father, father. And I didn't have time to think. I didn't have time to act. I didn't have time to run away. And all of a sudden I was just surrounded by this, um, large group of people and it, and it was overwhelming but it was beautiful and um they weren't they weren't asking for money or anything they, they just saw that it was a priest and they wanted to be seen by me they, they wanted to be heard they wanted to be loved and by the grace of god i was able to do that and um yeah out of my own poverty out of my own experience of my own um lack and, and my need for god and my need for god's love working through me um, I was able to accept his grace and, and really be present with these men and women, really hear them and speak to them and love them and pray with them. And because all of them wanted to be prayed with, all of them kept asking for a blessing or, or for prayers. I was like, I can, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. And um, yeah, this, this experience, it, it was just transformative. It, it, it really showed God's special love for me that, you know, this opportunity where I failed so miserably the first time, I was really able to, through his grace, um, choose love in this moment the second time mm-hmm. and, and, and really kind of find redemption through Christ in a way that I could really practice seeing him in other people. And I'm still growing in this. I'm not perfect. But, man, I thank God for these, these crazy opportunities where I can just love people wherever they are and, um, uh, and just how the Lord provides in abundance and really stretching my heart to to feel my poverty, my own poverty, and um, to, to to see how I can use that as a way to love other people. Yeah, for sure. So I think, so I'm also very much a planner, and when things just, when life just happens and jumps out and surprises me, I also do, do not tend to handle it well. So I could totally sympathize. <laughs> um, but I think that, in particular like that experience that you had the first time around um unfortunately i don't think that that's like unique to you and i think it's a common issue in our society right now Mm -hmm. um i mean i live in a city and it's not uncommon to you know be driving down the street or something um and run into like people who need who need help and it's never easy to try and figure okay in what way can I do this do I even have any of the resources on me to um help sometimes they just want to talk really and like even if you don't have anything to give them uh to just give them like your time is important and I think a lot of people tend to think oh but like it's not safe or it's not well you know, maybe you just need to give it a chance. I don't think there's anything wrong with being cautious. But yeah, like you said, uh, God gives us opportunities and sometimes we need to be better at responding to them. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a very uh, human response, but I can totally sympathize with uh, how distraught you were over it and also how relieved you were to get kind of a, a second chance at that. Right, yeah. God God provides. He, he knows what we need in our hearts, and, and it's just amazing when we... Um, yeah, when we kind of open our eyes to kind of see the, you know, the areas that we are, you know, prone to fail or those areas that we are um, easier to, to give in to temptation or to fear or to try to control a situation. Like mm-hmm. God is constantly just showering us with his love and in a way that he wants to give us these opportunities to love him better. And, um, and yeah, I like, and just being able to, to see everyone, no matter what, you know, background they have or circumstances they find themselves in and just see them, see them as Christ, as an opportunity to love God and really reverence the person as Christ abides in them. Um, and yeah, like, like you said, like sometimes we, you know, like, or, you know, it, there's prudence involved and, and, and just caution with certain, certain circumstances that we don't always know. But um, yeah, I think that God's going to provide for us in ways that we don't expect. And, that doesn't just mean he's going to give us like a million dollars or something or, or whatever, but he's going to give us what we need most. And what we need most is him. And, and in turn, what we need most is love. And so just the, the opportunity to love other people and to bring, to share that love, but also to receive it and find those, like in those circumstances, like when I, the second, when I had that time of redemption, like um, that was a chance for me to be loved by those people um and in a way that i needed i needed to be loved by them in the same way that they needed to be loved by me and i thank god for it and um yeah just being able to um thank god for those situations and yeah they're sometimes wacky and weird but i don't know god is still in those and and it's amazing yeah absolutely well thank you so much for sharing your experience with us father matt thank you Thank you for supporting the Paper Cranes podcast. To listen to more like it, visit grexley.com. And to support our Patreon, visit www.patreon.com forward slash grexley.